You're listening to the Sci Fidelity Podcast, Episode 141 Love, Death, and Vulcans. The Sci Fidelity Podcast has a lot of crude humor in it, so if you don't want to hear us go all pon far on your ass, switch off now. continue talking what you were talking all that sweet juicy content you was just yeah. gonna throw on the fucking yeah. floor love and death remember, and robots y'all need to get shit. on that, that hey, there's some interesting fucking things going on there like it doesn't play the 18 episodes in the same order for everybody Netflix oh, this is loves a little algorithm and, and says uh, oh you should watch this one first and it's not like they're connected in any way yeah, I was gonna say it's an anthology. So, no, Love, Death, and Robots is 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 definitely something that I'm absolutely. Does it look watch. at your rate how you've rated other shows to pick which episode to start you out and hook you on or something? They haven't told us much. It sinks to your Facebook and says, "Well, you are an asshole, so you will watch this first. <laughs> so, so if I get the pedophilia episode, I should be worried. Uh, yeah, because uh, there isn't one. Worried. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what that it knows you or that? <laughs> well, so I used to be one I'd be like, oh, what is this shit thing. that Steve told me to watch? So he's like, oh fuck, do they know? <laughs> <laughs> I just got a notification. The FBI wants to know where you are. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Was that that host? He just shows up at your house asking, oh, yeah. Me, uh, Chris Hansen, like a Chris Hansen. <laughs> why don't you yeah. have a seat over here? Just have a seat. Yeah. Have <laughs> like, <a> goddamn! <laughs> I'm just as trying to watch Love Death. Robots. Looks like you brought some Netflix with you. Why don't you tell me about that? <laughs> as soon as you start Netflix, he just walks out from your kitchen. Yeah, you want some cookies? Like shit. And who were you gonna chill with? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my god! That That's was amazing. <laughs> Amazingly fucked up, but amazing. (laughs) It's all going down at Brian's house. Sorry, Brian. (laughs) (laughs) He got a SWAT team hiding in your backyard. (laughs) That would be the worst thing to be at Brian's house. The the grass is tall enough that it is plausible. We're all just hanging out at Brian's house, and then fucking Chris Hansen shows up, and you're like, ah, fuck. Not only did I get caught in a pedophilia sting, I got caught with a bunch of other dudes. Chris and then Chris all three like, guys yeah. with high definition cameras come out. They've been hiding in your house this whole time. <laughs> and, then, and then Chris Hansen's all like, uh, "Welcome to the Sci Fidelity Podcast." <laughs> <laughs> this is Michael. <laughs> this is Patrick. <laughs> this is Brian. And this is Steve. I didn't actually know the host's name until you guys started talking. I have actually never seen it. I've only ever seen parodies of it. Yeah. What exactly are you guys talking about? It's like a oh, you're gonna find thing. out. 
it's called <laughs> it's, it's called the match up. game. No, it's to catch a predator. Oh god. Oh, okay. It so, was a show uh, about them catching people that were pedophiles, basically. Oh, yeah, I, I remember the, hearing the title. So and yeah. so creepers and, and would come along it? and try and make arrangements to meet with someone they believed was underage, and it's a sting, and it's on television. And Chris Hansen, brave son of a bitch that he is, comes out and is the first you know adult that these people see, and they're like, so, I mean, some of them are naked, you know, whatever. Just YouTube that shit, Brian. <laughs> okay. It's not, I think I'll it's stick not what with you love, think. death, and robots. Yeah, <laughs> it's not what you he... think it is, Brian. Where uh, uh, a predator comes out, it's not that. Yeah. It's a different <laughs> kind of predator. To catch a predator, and there's just like an alien there, like a xenomorph. Uh, little... No, we should talk about whether or not Chris Hansen would survive that shit. Because I'm guessing not. And you're gonna I, need I, the SWAT team, and they're gonna die too. There's no way Robot Chicken has not made that joke. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I haven't seen it, but yeah, I figure I should go look for it. There's no way that that is not a Robot Chicken sketch. <laughs> but anyway, Love, Death, and Robots, holy shit, you guys. Holy shit. I mean, uh, look, not all of it is right in my wheelhouse, but that's sort of the good part because there's 18 flavors of this deliciousness. Have and, you watched uh, all 18 episodes already? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, some of them are like six minutes long. Yeah, he absorbed okay. that shit. Yeah, that that went down. I I didn't do like one marathon, but it took three days to get it all in me. <laughs> when I wikied it right after it came out, I saw a trailer like two months before the show premiered on Netflix, and I was in. I was from the second I saw the trailer, I was like, okay, I'm fucking in. And then when I wikipedia it, I or however you verb that, I um. <laughs> Apparently, it's Tim Miller and David Fincher's attempt to do a remake of the old heavy metal uh, comic strip. Uh, and uh, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm definitely I, in. I can well, see, I a lot I can more see the connections there. Uh, there's a fair bit of boobs. Well, I was say, now that I know uh, it's heavy metal, I'm like, my, my, my expectation for boobs just like quadrupled. So, yeah. Yeah, you're you know not going to. Each girl uh, to have four boobs. N- no, no, Brian. Jesus, uh, four more girls, dummy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's uh... or two more girls, whatever. Well, I mean, to be fair, in the in the heavy metal movie, there there is at least one. I think. Look, three boob chick. There's there's plenty. Well, that of makes the math tricky if we're working full with full frontal nude titty C. Okay, titty I don't know if it puts Game of Thrones to shame, but still. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Mm, per unit time, gonna, it might. Am, am I watching <laughs> hentai? That's basically uh, what I want to know. No, no, no. That's, the question is whether there's a tentacle. I don't know that there are any tentacles in it. It's, it's robots, uh, not... <laughs> robots right, can have well, tentacles. Then, now I know what I'm looking for. I, well, not what I'm looking for, but what I'm going to get. So. <laughs> now I know what I'm expecting. So look, yeah, it's like this, for. man. If you watch the, the first episode it gives you, it may not be your particular flavor. Well, hold on. All of the other flavors are different, okay? It's like uh, you may not like peach tuna flavored ice cream, but that doesn't mean you don't like ice cream. So if I watch the first one and I like it, I'm going to be disappointed because none of the rest of them will be that. That's true. 
<laughs> so I wonder if their algorithm was like, let's show them the shit first. And if they get through like half of these, then it's going to be all gravy after that because they'll like in, all that. In my case, that was absolutely not the fact. Now, that may mean that Netflix doesn't know shit about me. Or it could mean that they're like, okay, let's hit them with the hard stuff first and leave them questing for this goodness all the rest of the way through. You want some more of that good shit? Just watch this one. Tell me what you think. That's called the lost principle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, 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 they're gonna go the Black Mirror route. Let's hit them with pig fucking up front, and if they can power through that, they're gonna be all good. <laughs> there were a number of times in the episode I saw first, and I have to keep saying it that way because the episode you see first might be different. But the episode I saw first, there were a number of times where I exclaimed, "Holy shit!" out loud to a room of nobody. <laughs> And nobody answered. Yeah, well, no, someone God. did, which was what was creepy about it. Yeah, it was Chris Hansen. <laughs> did he pop up in like an inset window? Are you sure you want to be watching this? Here, have a cookie. <laughs> Why don't you sit down? I'm going to prime now. You some cookies. You should eat them. Like, damn, every time. That would be amazing. Where you at, Chris? There's just a drone floating down from outside with a box of cookies. I mean, just in the time it takes to bake cookies, I would be really impressed. Yeah, exactly. I did not okay. expect there to be so many Chris Anson like references in this episode. It's weird. And neither did Chris. He's like, what the fuck are these doing, these four doing with my name in their mouth? <laughs> it's like they're trying to bank off of my success to make their little podcast get off the ground. So that's that's yeah. What are we talking I, about? What I uh, <laughs> I had a friend ask me recently, how come I didn't create a Shazam event? Because the movie's coming out here pretty soon, and I just kind of gave her a look over, like, why the hell would I create a Shazam event when all I've heard from my group of friends. Is straight hatred about DC movies. Oh, hey, okay. So is, that, is that what we're going to do? Is that what we're doing now? All right, look. Look, motherfucker. It's preemptive, shit. defensive position. No, yeah, I know. He's like, oh, you didn't like the movie I like. You can all go fuck yourself. Shazam is not no, no, the same no, no. There is as a Justice League between. or Man of Steel, right? A, I'm pretty no, sure no. there's not going to be a city full of dead corpses but, at the end of Shazam. However,. <laughs> I think it's understood why I wouldn't automatically create a movie event. I don't have the same assumption that you guys want to see this movie. <laughs> I don't, I, I well, there is a difference, though. Looking at the trailer for Shazam, unlike a lot of the DC movies, this actually looks fun. Yeah. No, no, it's completely just, different than all the DC movies. You know why? Because one of the characters is smiling. That's why. More than once. <laughs> like, if you watch that trailer, there's oh, a couple that smiles. Sounds, that sounds Martha. like somebody who hasn't seen Aquaman. <laughs> this is true. I have not seen Aquaman. <laughs> Jason Momoa cannot, cannot not smile because the man's like, my life is the shit. I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> you should see the honest trailer for Aquaman. It's pretty hilarious. <laughs> it's a little fishy. I know. I like the part when he was talking about uh, how just undeniably good-looking Aquaman is. (laughs) And when he gave permission to come aboard, it was like, hell yeah, sailor. I'm sorry, where was I? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, no. I uh, I don't know. I just kind of had this viewpoint of 
I knew that Shazam looked like it was going to be fun, but I didn't even I, it didn't even occur to me to create an event because when it comes to DC movies, it's been for a while now. I'm the only person I know that wants to see these movies, so it didn't even occur to me to think about making uh, a, like a group thing where we could all go see a DC movie because that's <laughs> new. That's a I, new concept watch for it, me. But I'm not gonna. If it was pay Wonder Woman. If it was Wonder the sequel the the second Wonder One Woman movie would you still be I'm not even going to bother create a group thing for that No because I it it when it comes to was DC good. movies in general I just assume you guys are not interested Okay <laughs> So so the problem because Michael it, is that your your pattern matching is off right because the pattern that you are linking to is DC movie not anything okay. else with the I'll movie you, right I'll tell you why I think that way. Because when the trailers for Shazam were coming out, people were still shitting on the movie. Because and they were stating this is a DC movie. So why would I think differently? You guys were crapping on the trailers for Shazam. I did not I never crapped on a trailer for Shazam. You didn't. I know plenty no of other say. people. One of them is actually here in this podcast. <laughs> But I'm just saying. I, I'm he just who saying, remained nameless. Yeah. I well. just, I just, I don't know. It just doesn't occur to me. It, it's a, it, it's a new phenomenon for me because it's been for a while. Because for me, Aquaman looked fun, and I don't think Aquaman's great, but it's fun. So for me, if it didn't turn then, and if it didn't turn for Wonder Woman, I just assume that it's just an automatic thing. People see DC and they're out. Did so, you make an event for Aquaman? I That's did not enough. make an event for Aquaman. Exactly be, my point. To be fair, I almost didn't see Aquaman in theaters. And then I saw, <laughs> it, I saw it on a whim one day when I had some time on my hands. And, and the missus and I were like, hey, you want to go see Aquaman? We were like, yeah, fuck it. Why not? <laughs> nice. Uh-huh. Nice. Yeah, I think that's a little creative retelling. Now, granted, I wasn't there. But uh, I understand how that usually goes. I saw Aquaman like a month and a half after that movie was in theaters. <laughs> I saw Wonder Woman opening weekend. I will be seeing Shazam opening weekend. <laughs> Aquaman uh, just looked eh. Everybody, okay, so everybody liked Wonder Woman, right, that saw mm. it. So yeah. if if it's Wonder Woman 2, I think you can feel confident well, that people would like to see Wonder Woman 2. Well, I would like to state that the person who asked me that question had not seen Wonder Woman. <laughs> Wow. So. Okay then. Right. <laughs> okay. I have because, no idea who it is. She then, has that, um, it's our friend has game nights on a regular basis at her yeah. house. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that would be the only one because everybody else went and saw it. So yeah, I think so, I saw yeah. Wonder Woman twice. <laughs> oh, I own Wonder Woman. Oh, I've seen that movie no, like maybe four only times. Once. <laughs> I've seen that movie like four times. I love Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a good little flip. But, uh, yeah, the person who asked me that question, she absolutely has that. And so I don't know why for her suddenly that little alarm went off and she kind of wants to see Shazam. Because, yeah, she didn't see Wonder Woman because she's been hating on the DC movies. And I was like, not even Wonder Woman? Which was universally liked by pretty much everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I have a reasonably on-topic question. Um, I kind of know how DC fans in general, uh, DC fans in general, love Batman. 
and 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 if there are fans of more than Batman, then they generally love Superman. Otherwise, why bother with DC? And and they generally, if you love Superman, you probably like Wonder Woman. And Aquaman is always the joke and whatnot. But what 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 are people's the general consensus among you guys about Shazam or or Marvel or whatever he's called uh, as a character in general from the comics and stuff? <laughs> it's Shazam now. Now don't get me wrong. I've been making jokes for like two years that there's a cap. Two Captain Marvel movies are coming out within a month of each other. But um, <laughs> and Jajan Hansen is in both of them. Um, <laughs> Funny, but um. I love Shazam because I love the idea of big as a superhero movie, which is what that movie is. And that's what the comic is, to be fair. But uh, I, I think that character. It's not fun. a comic I ever read. You know, uh, it's not. I never. Uh, to be fair, I didn't read a whole bunch of different stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Would you grow up reading a lot of? I know. Patrick was the Hulk in X Men and Fantastic Four. Which you got, mean? I got X Men, uh, gotcha. but it was it was. I never got to subscribe as a kid. I didn't get to subscribe to them and get it. You know, I had to go in and pick up like five or six at a time when I had the opportunity to do it. Gotcha. And it was a negotiation with my folks, but it was X Men. I got a bunch of uh, Batman stuff. Uh, okay. and some, uh, you know, it was mostly Dark Knight, Batman. Well, that, uh, that's I got a, a lot, lot of Spider Man in really there. Good Batman stuff, yeah. Like uh, the Killing Joke was the first time I was like, "Holy shit!" But not the movie, though, right? <laughs> yeah, we I was there for that. The well, I yeah, they <laughs> just add a little, let's sprinkle a little extra sauce on it. <laughs> Extra sexy sauce. I, I think the inherent the the inherent joy of Shazam, Captain Marvel is, it's it is meant to be fun. I did read a lot of Shazam growing up, and it is just fun because they go for the it's a kid in a man's body. So typically, most Captain Marvel Shazam stories are just pure joy and fun. <laughs> so, which is All why right. I love the fact that the movie held on to that uh, a Shazam movie is should just be just it's basically a sitcom you, you didn't want the dark Schneid, uh, Zach Schneider dark version that's going to be like that evil Superman kid cartoon or Superman kid sure oh, that that's coming out done a dark Shazam story I hope it's well, a little uh, bit I, like I the cartoon to, which is uh, I think where I, might I first have to, saw the character I, I think I might have to differ with this point Oddly, I never thought I would ever be calling you on a piece of comic book trivia, but my basic introduction to Shazam was, I think they call it, what, Kingdom Come? Okay, I don't call that a Shazam <laughs> story, but yes, the, Shaz- the Shazam aspect of the story. By the way, Kingdom Come is one of my favorite comic books of all time. I read it annually. <laughs> okay, all right. I, well, I enjoyed it. It's one of the very few of these sorts of things I've done, but I, but yes, I read, but it was good. That is that is a dark story about all of DC, which also has a dark take on Shazam, yes. Okay, it's all a right. very pretty wow. much a dark take on everybody. I, I, wow. Yeah, it has a dark take on everybody. <laughs> 
Uh, level up i contributed a, a, a trivia point about a comic book that's fair <laughs> i will give you and honestly when i was saying i don't think i've ever read a dark shazam story i was actually thinking kingdom come but i was like he's very much a supporting now he plays a very important part to the end of the story i actually let you kingdom come do you remember that patrick a couple years ago oh yeah yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, fucking Kingdom Come is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> I own oh, that I really shit on hardcover it. now. I own like three <laughs> copies of Kingdom Come. I fucking love Kingdom Come. <laughs> it, 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 I, my my impression was it felt like it was it was the 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 DC take on. Uh, on uh, a response to Watchmen, or maybe Watchmen is the response to Kingdom Come. I don't know which no. one came first. Uh, Kingdom Come came out like a decade after Watchmen. Okay, all right. No, so. uh, Kingdom Come, I can answer that. Kingdom Come is DC's answer to characters like Wolverine and Image Comics, where comics were just getting violent for violence' sake. And so Dark they Horse. basically wrote a story where they were like, hey, it doesn't have to be violent. Can we tell a wholesome story? And so they were just trying to show how far it can go, which is what basically Kingdom Come is. Oh, you like it's characters all the fun that parts just, of Spider-Man. Yeah. You like characters that just destroy things because it looks cool or they're just a badass for the sake of being badass. Here's how far that can go. <laughs> That's what basically Kingdom Come is. It's pretty great. <laughs> I, I, put, I highly recommend anyone listening that has never read DC Comics Kingdom Come go out and read that shit it's a four issue you know, series it is amazing I just know, remember Michael, thinking I, wait so the Shazam guy is a kid when he's in his normal form wow that's kind of cool I did not know that about this character So you know Michael I'm tempted to drag out one of our sign fidelity memes here and say oh Michael really likes this dark shit huh yeah I know. <laughs> But I wouldn't do that because uh, you have come to the defense of that position no, on multiple I will, occasions. I, I will acknowledge that Kingdom Come is fairly dark. <laughs> but it is it is definitely from an earlier point. In, I mean, Kingdom Come came out when I was in high school or college. So that definitely was during a period where I do think 90% of what I liked was probably dark shit. Yes. Um, I still love it, but I just don't exclusively like dark shit anymore. <laughs> yeah. But no, Kingdom Come is still amazing. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out when I'm going to read it this year. That's how I, I've already been thinking about rereading Kingdom Come. I read it like six months ago. <laughs> is your schedule so packed that you have to schedule in reading this comic book? Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. No, that's kind of, I mean, I have been... I, I have been re re religiously scheduling in 20 minutes reading my Star Trek novel in the backyard just so that I read something that's not on a computer screen. So, <laughs> so when I was telling you earlier that I haven't had time to watch Discovery, it's not because I don't want to watch the show. It's hard for me to find 45 minutes to an hour of free time. <laughs> it's wow. really difficult. Wow! Holy I, fuck, I found right. slots, but I haven't found any slots that uh, that had the rest of the people I watched Discovery with also free. So, well, thanks a lot. I, wa I watched Discovery alone, so technically I could. <laughs> if I just, I gotta. I don't know anybody else that I would watch it with. That sounds so. It sounds so sad when you say it. I watched Discovery yeah. by myself in when a dark room. When you say it like that, yeah, it sounds, I watched <laughs> it really did have me thinking. You, uh, I need some alone time. 
Yeah. It really did have me react like you said, I drink alone, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah, it really did. Well, you know what, Michael? You won't be the only one. I think I'm going to have to start watching Discovery alone as well after the after this last episode. Uh, my wife was like, yeah, I'm out. Actually, she, she was going to power through it, but like I looked at her and I'm like, Mm, you want to stop watching, don't you? She's like, yeah, yeah, I really do. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to ask, because I'm not caught up to date, but now I'm curious. Is it the return of the Klingons? Is it? No, no, no. Okay, no, no, right. it's not. Because I'm no, really hoping that. that I don't have to see those badges again for the rest of the season. Oh, no, 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 no. No, her, her thing is she she gives zero shits about anybody on that show. Oh, like, it's the, none. It's the Westworld uh, progression. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty it was much. Like, oh, you I like, love this show. And the second season, you're like, I don't even know why I'm still watching this show. <laughs> it's funny how that well, happened. Well, no, I mean, she was kind of there in the first season too. But then, so so I was telling her, I'm like, you know what? I think you are like me. You like story driven because the character driven, you really got to give a shit about those characters to give a fuck about character driven. And none of these characters, I don't give a shit about any single one of them. So, you know, give me a story. Give me, give me, give me somewhere to go. And uh, she's like, yeah, this last one, not this last, last one, but this other one, like that one was a little bit better than the rest of them. I'm like, yeah, because there was a bunch of shit that was going on. So <laughs> that's that's probably where you're at. I will say, yeah, they Discovery kind of dances unevenly and herkily jerkily between character driven and plot driven. Um, oh, okay. I, I enjoy the characters, so I'm fine when it's character driven. And I've mostly enjoyed the plots, so I'm fine wherever we end up. But it does... It sometimes feels uneven. <laughs> okay, here's where I might disagree with you on that one because I know that you like plot driven. That's I know you like story driven, but you're caught up on Orville, and Orville is very character driven. Now, yes, there are plots, there are stories where each one is about a particular thing, but that show is very character driven. Ah, but you see, the difference is they tell a story, and within the the thing of the story. Like something happens and then someone responds. And in the course of that, the people that are there, mm. oh yeah, they, you know, they focus on their fucking feelings and bullshit and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but, you know, you still get that progression. I like how you get blah, 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 people's feelings. <laughs> yada, 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 feelings. What, whatever. Um, That's how I live my life, like, mostly. Patrick's <laughs> dream is that they will remake all the good Star Treks with robots. So. <laughs> No, 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 no. Doesn't I, have to I'm, put up I'm with fine. all that emoting and feeling and stuff. No, no, because I'll tell you this, right? Like, if if <laughs> you have some sincere emotional response because some shit just happened, I get that. If you have some sincere emotional response because you're thinking about some shit that happened like 14 years ago. Like, okay, I, we we've all gotten this far in Discovery where Michael and Spock have their little their little thing, right? Mm-hmm. I don't, I, what is that? Y- y'all are grown. I don't give a shit. What, what the fuck? I, I don't care. I don't care. You're just being pissy to each other. I ain't got, I ain't got no time for that. I ain't got no time for that. I I'm haven't, saying. but I knew what's coming. <laughs> Have you not even there yet? No, no me either. I saw, yeah, I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I know that there's some stuff coming. <laughs> oh. Okay. But well, no, I mean, anyway. you, you didn't ruin anything for me. I know some stuff's coming. <laughs> And yeah, well, sorry. I, I, I mean, I'm already, no, I already assumed that was going to be my viewpoint. Like they've been building up to this, and the whole time I'm like, I'm sure whatever it is is going to seem frivolous to me. Oh, <laughs> what the fuck it is, is a little frivolous? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, it will. It, it really will. Well, they got to give was, some reason why they why Spock, a regular character for 30, 40 years, has never mentioned his black sister. <laughs> his black human sister. Given that he never mentioned it, he, he kept telling, he told people his mom was dead in season one. And then when she shows him and, and she doesn't tell, uh, and, and he doesn't tell anyone that Sarak and Amanda are his parents until they walk onto the ship and say, and Amanda says, Hey, Spock, how are you doing, son? <laughs> then Spock's like, Oh, yeah, did I mention these two are my parents? Right there. That's why how it why isn't uh, Data a Vulcan? Really, you know, he um, he uh, he had that discussion with Spock, and he was like, you know, I endeavor to be more human. And Spock's like, shit, I endeavor to be more like you. Like you're the pol- you're the perfect fucking Vulcan. And he's like, and he's like, yeah, I already got that done. I want I want to try some emotional shit. <laughs> well, the the first uh, the first version of Data was a Vulcan, actually. Um, when they were preparing Star Trek Phase Two, the sequel TV series that would have brought back most of the original cast, Leonard Nimoy said, "I am not Spock, not and canon. I'm going to write a book to prove it." And they created a character called Zahn, who is going to be a full Vulcan who is actively trying to uncover and uh, and discover his humanity. Um, and he was going to be a younger, you yeah, know, yeah. hyper intellectual guy. And uh, there was also going to be a guy named William De- William Decker on the ship uh, as the first officer but, and a but psychic. They decided, they decided to not go with that character because they was decided. Well, when they decided to make it, when Star Wars happened, they changed it into Star Trek: The Motion Picture. And then <laughs> Nimoy said, "Oh, you're making a big screen movie. Well, uh, sign me up for that." And then they were like, "Well, we don't really need Zahn anymore because we have Spock, and we only have two hours to tell our story." So Brian, Zahn got dumped. Brian cut me off right before I got to the oh. joke. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I said, That's what Brian does. I said they decided to not use Decker because he it would have turned out he was a replicant. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he was the son of Matthew Decker, who fed the giant cornucopia doomsday machine of doom. So, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. William well, Decker is the son of Matthew Decker from the old '60s episode. Um, Anyway, so a whole lot of Star Trek Phase 2 got rebooted uh, into the next generation. A whole lot of the ideas in TNG are that. And so, yeah, the original data was a Vulcan. Did anybody notice that that Brian was like, ooh, it's something I know about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Brian is in full bloom. I know some shit. I'm going to nerd out. I'm going to get it all out right now. Brian right, is like Brian. Sigourney Reaver in Galaxy Quest. Look, I have one job on this podcast. <laughs> it's stupid, but I'm going to do it. Somebody talks about Star Trek, and I'm going to give all, I'm just going to jizz all that nerd trivia on your face. <laughs> Get a towel, bitches. Brian is here. Context? I don't need no stupid context. I'm just going to say I heard the Star Trek right now. You know, kids, it's time to have that awkward conversation with someone you know, or barely know, or just met casually on a bus or a subway. Maybe the SWAT team in your backyard. I know, look, you may not want to have a conversation where you recommend a podcast, because sometimes it says a lot more about yourself than it does that podcast. But whatever. I think think you would do us all a favor in telling someone you know about our podcast website which is sci-fi show.net we're on twitter at sci-fi show and uh you know 
we'd like to hear back from you about how all of this bullshit went down from your side of things. It's feedback at scifishow.net and someone will ignore your message. All right. <laughs> Until next time, I'm Steve. This is Michael. This is Patrick. This is Brian. Love death Vulcans.